In this episode, I am joined by the amazing Malaika. Malaika has done it all and wears all the hats. She's a presenter on Uganda's largest English-speaking radio station, Capital FM. And last year, she played a lead role in Uganda's first all-female-made film about gender violence. Needless to say, Malaika is a powerhouse and I really enjoyed this conversation. In this episode, we dive into her work-life balance and how she bounced back from burnout. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hello, you're listening to Vivify Conversations, a podcast promoting holistic and inclusive well-being. I'm your host, Priscilla Vivian. Join me as I speak with guests from all over the world, exploring mental health, wellness, and self-cultivation. Thank you so much, Malaika, for coming on to Vivify Conversations podcast today. I'm looking forward to getting to know more about you um, and more about your brand um, and especially the person behind the brand. So I'm really excited to speak to you today. It's an honor to have you. This is exciting. Thank you. Thank you so much for reaching out. We do appreciate it. So just to kind of kick off, I know you wear multiple hats and you do so many amazing things. So could you tell our listeners about some of the great things that you're doing and some of the hats that you wear? Okay, so I am based in Uganda, East Africa, and I live in Kampala, which is the capital city of Uganda. I am a radio presenter for the largest English radio station in the country, Capital FM. I do the drive show, which is 3 to 7 p.m. every day. I've done television, I've done different radio stations. So basically, radio presenter, TV presenter, MC, actress, motivational speaker, and a model. Wow. So you're wearing lots of hats, doing so many interesting and amazing things. You must be super busy. Um, and I see on your social media that you are busy and just doing so many things. And I think one of the topics that I kind of wanted to get into today is really like work-life balance and just kind of like hustle. Yeah. So if we could just kind of talk a bit about how your hustle and all these hats that you wear and how you balance everything. Balance to the, I'll be lying if I say <laughs> but I'm lying. I'm being intentional about it now more. I'm more aware of the need to balance now. I'll, I will say that. Um, yeah. When it comes to the work life, I believe that everything in life, you have to be intentional and you have to be aware of yourself and your body and your mind and all of that. So it's not been easy. I'm trying to play catch up. I focused yeah. a lot on the hustle more. Very, for, for, for four years, I was all about the hustle. Uh, everything was secondary to me. And mm. then put my life in... I'm a very spiritual person, so I was like, my purpose in life shouldn't be killing me. It should be... So that's when I took a step back mm. and said, okay, I need to figure out this balance thing. <laughs> yeah. 
Wow, no, that's really interesting. Yeah, that you kind of had that personal experience and, you know, developed that insight and had to reassess what is really important to me and how I'm allowing myself to get into that. So before I go a bit deeper into what that burnout experience was like for you, I wanted to ask where you get your work ethic from, because I know we all have these ideas of what hustle is or how we should work kind of based on our culture friends and family where does your work ethic come from it comes from different places the first is my mother my mother raised us and she showed my brother and i that if you want nice things you gotta work for them so mm-hmm. i go up seeing her do that and she worked she's to this day she works her ass off wow it's very inspiring how she yeah does it. The other is what I always tell people, I like nice things and they cost money, so I need to work for them. Mm-hmm. Um, then also living in, living outside of home, like living in a different country. Um, yeah. You have to realize early that you want to survive, you've got to figure it out. So that pushed a lot. Now, I feel like that was now the core of, yeah eat, you gotta work and I don't have mommy to his house to run you don't have family necessarily to run through everyone is every man for himself so you have to figure it out so yeah I feel like yeah. that way that they were personally so just really kind of having that international exposure and mixing around different people and just seeing like if I want this stuff I've got to work for it. Yeah, no, definitely. Also, I was wondering, like, sometimes we look to our family for work ethic. Is there anybody in the creative industry um, or entertainment that you kind of look to? I often, myself, I say, if I'm going to do anything, I'm going to do it with a, a whole heart and do it wholeheartedly. So if I'm ever feeling a bit uninspired, I just think, what would Beyonce do? <laughs> and that kind of just oh, gives me a kick up the ass. She's mine. I yeah, know. I love her work ethic like Beyonce. Yeah, I never lied to anyone in the world. That woman's work ethic. She did eight months rehearsal for a two-hour performance. So yes, like that, she's played a big role on for me when I feel like ah. Yes, <laughs> woman like she doesn't need the money, but she's working right? like her life depends on it. Yeah, um, and it's just about professionalism, I guess. Her, yes, which is very, 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 very important and very inspiring. So yes, definitely Beyonce. Yeah, <laughs> my mother. Yeah, those two. Yeah, yeah but definitely. I would be different people, Kevin Hart, mm. like different sources. Um, Harrison Collins, Oprah, Joyce Meyer. Yeah. Like different people from all over the world but the course yes it's Beyonce and my mom ah <laughs> oh, that's dope <laughs> I love that yeah because I think she's somebody that you know universally across different professionalisms and industries she's somebody that everyone can kind of look up to men and women and just say you know what she she works her ass yeah. off so yeah no, that's so cool so I'm thinking back to your early years in your career what were some of the most encouraging words that you heard um by people who were already in that actually industry? the funny thing for me it's so weird but I got mostly negativity 
Early wow. Negativity. Mm. But for me, it did the opposite. It fueled me. So it's like it was meant to put me down, but I say thank you instead. Like, because if it was easy in the beginning, I don't think I'll be, I would have gotten here as fast as I did. And right. There's a lot of you can't do that, you can't be that. Um, if you're that, then this, blah, 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 you know, okay, mm. Uganda, um, women in industry face more backlash because oh who will marry you if you know in the limelight and yeah you're part of that. I mean if you work so hard or you're being that man so no one will want me that and that and then other people like oh you're a woman you can't do this or you're young you can't do that or a relationship where a guy tells you you don't sound good, uh, don't 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 do that. There was a lot of don'ts. There's yeah. Family. There was a lot. So I won't say that in the in the beginning. Oh my God! Everyone was like, "You're born for this." It came later. Yeah. There is one person though. Uh, I'll never forget just one lady who I worked with. About maybe three months working with her. She saw something in me and she said, you got this. That's all she said. She's like an amazing, she was so good. I like looked at her and like, yo. Mm-hmm. She gave me a little bit of a nod. Yeah. That is really, really. And I think we always need those people, don't we? It's like just finding that one person to say something different from everybody else that has said no can just be all the motivation that you need to keep going. Definitely. So I was wondering, like, you strike me definitely for engaging with your social media as somebody who is very self-assured, has a strong sense of self-esteem and confidence. So how were you able to kind of push through and still chase your goals, even though you had so many people that were saying you can't do this and you can't do that? Uh, Take it till you make it. (laughs) (laughs) I went through a tough time, so I shut down some certain parts of me. So I wouldn't yeah. say it was a healthy thing, but yeah. like I said, I had a lot of bills that had to be paid and debts that had to be paid. So I didn't have time to really focus on other people's opinions, I should say. Yeah. Um, actually, when I look back, I admired me then. I admired that girl. I wish I could be her again because <laughs> now I have so much. Now I care so much what people say. Then I didn't care. I was like, are you, are you helping me make money? No? Okay, goodbye. Moving on. Next thing. Ugh. Right. So my mom would encourage me a lot. Um, my family would encourage me a lot, actually. Yeah. Um, my best friend. Oh, my God. My best friend is like, that girl literally mm. believes in me more than I believe in myself. Like, I believe in God <laughs> her an insight of me that I don't know about. She's like, oh, that? No, that's yours. Oh, that? No. Like, without, like, zero, hmm, I wonder, what do you yeah. mean? She just be like, no, that's yours. No, that's... <laughs> you have those down moments. My yeah. family, my best friend. And Amazing. Yeah. It, yeah. It's just one of those things whereby if you don't work, you don't eat, so... Right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's, it is like that sometimes. You're stuck between a rock and a hard place and you're just kind of forced to choose. Like, yeah. I, I'm going to do this right now. You know, I don't have time to think about all the other stuff. And, and you push through. 
But I think as you kind of touched on earlier, sometimes when we push through from that place where it's just like, I need to do this right now, it can lead to burnout, you know? And I know you made like a really a quite emotional and deep post recently about your experience of burnout. Could you talk a bit about that? So I had come back to Uganda and I was in a very bad place. I was coming out of very many toxic situations and I didn't know how bad they were until I came back home to Uganda, to family, to like to my mom. Um, that's when it started hitting me that I hadn't been happy for a very long time. So I, I was like so excited to be happy again, to smile again. I, I had nothing. And that's when now I believe the monks when they're like so happy and they have nothing. Uh, mm. But I was deep in debt. A lot of debt that had to be paid, and yet still life goes on. You have bills to pay as well, and you you have to keep moving. And I had been away from Uganda for so many years, and I had to figure it out. So I think in the process, I just went like I would sleep two hours, like wake up at four or three thirty in the morning, be at work by six. Then I'll do like three TV shows. Uh, when I'm done with those, and I'll go host an event or um, maybe like, you know, do an appearance somewhere. And I'm done with that. And I'll, uh, but at the same time, I wanted to also be, you know, with my friends. And like, but mostly work. I just, I didn't stop. And one day, I remember I was feeling really bad. Uh, I was feeling weird in the middle of the night. So I got up to like go to the bathroom and next thing I knew I was on the floor and there was blood and I couldn't move and I, I was in pain. But my first question to myself was, can you get up and go to work? Like, is the pain too much? You can't move because you have to work. You don't work, you, you won't pay, they won't and all of that. So. Then I, I said, yes, I can. So I went to the mirror. I remember it. I was like so dizzy. I got up, just I, the blood was on the floor everywhere. Just like wiped myself a little with a towel. And then I, I said, just lay down for 10 minutes with like, so you can be like fine and then get up. And I remember it was five minutes. I didn't even get to the 10. It was five wow. minutes really high, like panicking, like, oh God, oh God, you need to go. You need to go. So I was like weak. I was limping because I'd hurt my shoulder. Wow. That sounds like just... And it was so hilarious because now I was in the mirror. Because now I was in the mirror and I was trying to figure out, because I was working on television, I was trying to figure out how to cover my like blood and wounds. So I like, got red lipstick and I was like, <laughs> it, was, it was ridiculous. And then the bump on my head, I covered it with my hair. And then the, the whole point I was like shaking. And, and the whole point I was just saying, get yourself together. You have to go to work. You have to go to work. So I went to work. Now, the thing I didn't put in the post is that even while I was at work, I fainted. So that's how I ended up at the hospital, not necessarily because I went voluntarily. I wasn't going to. So, wow. Because I was like, I don't have money to pay for the hospital. So why am I going to the hospital? Go and work for the money that can take you to the hospital. We risk our health for wealth and then eventually risk our wealth for health. And then yes. the doctors told me, I needed to slow down because I'm epileptic mm. and you can't mess around with that because they're like your triggers of you, you triggered yourself. So I had an attack and 
that's why the blisters all over my tongue, my neck, my legs, everything, because I hit myself. I live alone. And they're like, if you're done with life, then cool. You're, you're going the right path. But if right. you're planning on staying on this earth, you slow down. Mm. But it took me a while before I actually, those words sunk in. Yeah. It took a while before they sunk in for me to realize. Someone once said that you're breaking yourself for people who would hire someone else the next day after you died. They'll show up for your funeral. But they right. move on. Exactly. They, they were like, they'll probably even hire that other person while you're still at the hospital. So, <laughs> yeah, that is so true, isn't it? And, you know, thank you so much for sharing that experience with our listeners, because it just really kind of paints a picture how you can quite literally burn out and crash to the ground. And the first thing you think of is how can I be productive? How can I go back to work? I need to be of use. Um, you know, I need to make money. And it's, I think it's one of those taboos that people don't speak about and like the impact of our finances on our mental health. It's a very hush, hush topic in all industries, you know, and I don't think people really kind of come out and say, you know what, my mental health has been really bad because of money worries, but it is a source yeah. of stress for so many people. So it's, it's, you know, it's so good that you're speaking about that and it kind of just gives other people the opportunity to be honest about their experiences with that definitely yeah 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 that is absolutely true and yeah I, I said it like you can't pour out of an empty cup uh i remember i was like i worked so hard for all these things and i haven't even enjoyed one of the things like it's like for show sure, it's for the gram i literally took a hiatus off the instagram last year because i was like I don't even think, I used to always say Instagram is the devil. I don't think it is. I think like you yourself, you're, you're your own problem. So I started unfollowing people because, not because they were, were bad, but because I was comparing myself to them because uh, I realized I was not strong enough in my esteem um, to be looking at this person and not think that, oh, why not me? And no little mm-hmm. things like that. And then I was like, then that's not healthy. So until you get yourself together, get your self-importance back, your self-esteem, love yourself more. You need to protect yourself from some things. It's nothing against them. It's more, I realized it was more about me. And when I did that, oh man, it helps. It helps a lot. Mm -hmm. I really do appreciate what you're doing because like you said, people don't, don't talk about mental health. And for me, I have spent the last one year and a half dedicating myself to studying and reading and just listening to how to be better in terms of that. So yeah, I I guess energies are like that. You just start attracting things like that. So I guess I attracted you. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate you saying that. And I love that you said you realized it was about you. And I always say that to my friends and people, like if there is a page that you follow on Instagram or any other social media platform and it doesn't make you feel good about yourself, you can just unfollow. 
you know, and it's not because you don't like that person, but if you know, yeah, your self-esteem is not at that place where you can enjoy and be happy for them. I can say I do that for myself. There are some amazing pages that I follow, but sometimes you're just like, oh, this is a bit too much for me right now. And I just need to just check out. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I absolutely believe that is such a healthy thing to do for our mindsets because we're just taking in so much information all the time. So definitely needed to just take a break. So that's really, really good. And you talked about last year, you took some time for yourself to really grow. Um, And I know last year was a big year for you as well in terms of having your film debut in um, Better Fawns movie. So what was that like for you playing the role of Stella in such an important movie, which I have to add is all female made film? first to be all film well made in Uganda yeah I think that is an amazing achievement within yeah. itself yeah. and then covering such an important topic of yeah. gender-based violence yeah it was really oh it was first of all I when I auditioned I didn't audition for her role because I was like I can't relate to her uh, right you, uh, I auditioned for another role and the director immediately said no you're Stella and mm. I remember diving into the character I realized how much, how much we were like, it was ridiculous. And I was like, this is so sad. Uh, Wow. (laughs) Because I've never been physically abused, but emotional abuse is, is something that we also need to start the conversation off. And that's why I really love that movie because it also shows what emotional abuse does, like how you literally, um, because it starts with emotional abuse and then yeah. physical sometimes if you graduate, but it always starts there. But being a part of that yeah. is one of the greatest things I've ever done. And what it's doing for wow. so many people, opening up those eyes. Because to even imagine to see a mother telling her daughter that really all he did was hit you, that's why you want to leave. Oh my God, just like grow up. Yeah. Like yeah. you have to be married. Like, yeah. And that thing of, you're not complete if you're not married. Like you see that how you say, oh Malika, you wear so many hats and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It wasn't until like so many times people wonder why I keep away from like so many hangouts. And it's because people always be like, oh, you've done so well, but are you married? Do you have kids? Right. No, they're like, oh, okay. It's like you've done nothing. Yeah. That was Stella. It was like, it doesn't matter how much she'd accomplished. Because she mm-hmm. wasn't married, she wasn't complete. And the yeah. moment she got, she realized, like, nah, I'll take what I take. Mm. And, and we, that's what's going on right now. Yeah. Like, I'll take what I'll take. And people are miserable, for men mm. and women, by the way. It's so true. And that messaging, I think, particularly as someone, you know, who's raised in a Ugandan home myself, we hear those stories all the time. And it's like, oh, he just hit you. Oh, that's nothing. Does he pay the bills? You're good, you know. (laughs) And it's like, oh, yeah, does he pay the bills? Yeah, as long as he pays the bills and, you know, it's like, it's not a big deal. Oh, abuse, that's nothing. And I think it's such an important movie for that reason, just to kind of give women that kind of view of like I have a right to speak out I don't have to tolerate this and the epitome of womanhood and success is not marriage it's, it's not motherhood it's not all of those things are beautiful but there's so much more that we have to contribute as women so I think it's just such an important movie yeah. and definitely a, an amazing role that you played so Thank you. kudos to you yes Thank you. 
So to kind of round up, um, what is next on the cards for Malaika? Um, any new roles that you want to kind of tip us on or <laughs> anything? <laughs> I'm the kind of person I won't tell you when I'm going to the moon. When I'm at the moon, I'll tell you, hey, I'm at the moon. <laughs> yeah. Also yeah. That the last year, I just I took. Also losing people. Uh, I lost my younger sister. Mm-hmm. My brother lost Aww. his uh, girlfriend. Just losing people close to me made me realize how we need to literally live. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I'm working on a couple of things. Yes, in acting, but in a couple of roles that are coming up. I'm excited about them. Um, awesome. This is going to be one of Uganda. I think it's going to be Uganda's first sitcom. So I'm excited about that. Wow, amazing. I'm happy about that. I hope it goes through. Like, I really do. I really am excited about it. Yes. I have another couple of things I'm working on. But one of the most important things for me is to do more of the conversations with people. One, like, more conversations because of the mind. Um, Yeah. Mental health is very, very important to me. So I'm going to do more of those. Basically, yes. on my radio I call it moment with Malaika where I get like yeah so I get different things that I've learned and I share with people and caught on a bit of fire so I really like that so I want to drive that a bit more Mm. so is that a hashtag by the way moment with Malaika can we follow that hashtag yeah awesome to be yes so like that's how that's why you see when I did that post Actually, yeah. to, make, to put that post on took me three weeks before wow. I press post. Yeah, I didn't want. I didn't know. I was scared. I I didn't. I didn't know how people like would receive it. Yeah, so I was like, because that's my truth. But you know how we can be. So I was like, no. But I have this image. I have this da da da. Yeah, I don't like being vulnerable. Um, mm-hmm. It took me three weeks before I posted it. So. Wow. It was like a little moment with me. Yeah. And a lot of people, when I saw like the level of res- the reception that you got, I was like, okay, it's yeah. great. And then on radio, I do it as well. Oh, so wow. I decided this year I'm going to take it bigger. And Amazing. We'll probably host you in it one of these days when you come to Uganda. Oh, yes, please. I would love to have a moment with Malaika and talk about some deep stuff. <laughs> Yeah, that would be dope. Amazing. Oh, that's so good. So just before we end, what I like to ask my guests um, is about three things that make you feel happy when you're down. So for me, my three things are music, um, food, and my happy place. So if I could just ask you, what is your favorite song of all time or favorite song right now that you'd listen to when you're not feeling so good? Oh God, I work on radio. <laughs> yeah, so is that a tough question for you right now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I, there's too many songs. Oh god, there's too many songs. I need to listen to music for a living. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Do you, okay. Can you think of? Okay, let's say two happy songs. Two happy. Oh no, man, you're killing me. I want to think about me is because I do listen to music for a living. Um, yeah i listen to it on my own time ah uh, yeah 
Yes. So in my me time, I yeah. to podcasts, YouTube videos. Mm. So those are my happy place. It's okay. It's not necessarily a song. But okay. I can say anything from Travis Green puts yes. joy in my heart. Beautiful. I love that. He's amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. I love that. Um, and then what is your happy food? What's your comfort uh, food? Chips. Ah. Mm-hmm. I love carbs. Cake, red velvet, right? No, cake. I love black forest, but a specific, oh. place, a specific place. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you know what? I love cake. I like, cake. <laughs> I like wedding cake. I like yeah. cake. I like yeah. cake a lot. <laughs> um, you sound like me. I, yeah, I eat a lot of cake. I, I think I've eaten birthday cake when I when it wasn't my birthday, confession. Oh, me, 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 I've ordered it. Yeah. I've ordered it before. I, was just like, uh, I just pretended it was someone else's birthday. And yeah. <laughs> Any excuse. That's so good. Okay, and your happy place. So it can be like at the beach or with a person, just any place that you makes you feel good. Oh, my God. My couch, mm. with the series, and mm. a nice breeze, uh, and a nice glass of sparkling water. Uh, yes, that hallelujah. Is, <laughs> that sounds really nice. Like just picturing that makes me feel at ease. So yes, that sounds really good. Oh well, thank you so much, Malika, for speaking with me today. I've enjoyed our conversation so much. Mm. And I look forward to speaking with you again. Yes. Yes. Definitely. And thank you, thank you, thank you, Priscilla. I really do appreciate you. You are as beautiful as your soul. So thank you. Oh, thank you. So kind. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Let me know your thoughts. You can leave your comments on Instagram. My handle is at Vivify Therapy. Also, if you type Vivify Therapy into Facebook, you will find my page there where you can also leave comments. Malaika's Instagram is at Malaika Tenshi. That is M-A-L-A-I-K-A-T-E-N-S-H-I. If you go onto my page on Instagram or Facebook, I'll tag her there and also post her information so you can keep up to date with everything that she's doing. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.